Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. I'm Shannon. And you're listening to Season 4, Episode 5 of The The Castle Chat. Chat. Hey, Castle Chat family, we are back with a season favorite called The One With Dot Dot Dot. This is an episode where we bring in a special guest and interview them. We are so excited to have our very first content creator here with us today, Shannon from Second Star Collective. We can't wait for you to hear this one. So let's chat about it. excited that you are here with us. Welcome to the Castle Chat family. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm really excited to be here. This is a very fun opportunity for us. You are, like I said, our very first content creator to be on the show. So I'm just pumped. (laughs) Yeah, we're super excited to have you on. Definitely looking forward to hearing your perspective on the realm of social media and content creation. It's such a big part of Disney these days. So I think your space and what you do is so relevant and important. Um, It's a big part of what we try to do with our podcast. So knowing somebody and talking to somebody who does it on a regular basis is super exciting for us. We're really pumped to jump in and and get all of your insight and information. Yeah, so just so the listeners can know what's going on in this episode, basically we have sent Shannon some questions ahead of time that she's had a chance to look over and give some responses. So we're going to go through some of those questions and then end our time together with some fun Disney questions. So are we ready to jump on in, ladies? Shannon, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your, your love for Disney? Okay, well, hi everyone. I'm excited to be on the Castle Chat today. Um, Thank you so much for even pressing play and like listening to what I think is an annoying voice, which is myself. Um, (laughs) So thank you guys. Um, To intro myself as quickly and as short as possible, I'm Shannon. I am 28 and I just recently moved to the Orlando area. And I have fallen in love with Disney just being a kid living in Florida. My family, every single summer, that was the thing. Every single year, and I just grew to be obsessed. Eventually, all of my birthdays, my birthday is like three days before Christmas. So we also (laughs) went for my birthday and we did all the Christmas stuff. And my love definitely blossomed from my family and from my parents. And you know, it just bled into my adult life. And now I'm a full-fledged Disney adult. And things that I like to share online, I really like sharing um, practical as well as just like fun Amazon finds, like Disney finds or just like outfit stuff. And I really like sharing home decor, just like random Disney tips. And I don't know, I just like, like having fun on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. That's just, I feel like that was, everything you need to know about me before we jump into this. I don't really know of anything else. (laughs) That's a really great summary. Honestly, that's awesome. Um, You said you just recently moved to Orlando. Did you move to Orlando due to being a content creator and wanting to grow your Disney side of things on that page? Or what was your reasoning for moving to Orlando? So it's actually like, I feel like this is a really long story. And 
I posted a vlog of moving to Orlando. It's on my YouTube channel. So if anybody wants like the real raw, like nitty gritty details, like they are all in that video, but like just not an hour long explanation, which is what that <laughs> video was. Um, moving to Orlando happened very, very quickly. When I say very quickly, I mean like three weeks. So my boyfriend and I have been together for coming up on three years and he separated from the Navy. I know you guys can see it back here over our refrigerator. There's a flag for when he got out of the Navy, they like gave him this, it was like a whole thing. And um, so getting out of the Navy, it was a little hard finding job placement. And the both of us were talking about how we wanted to move to Orlando. I kind of had this like internal feeling that I was gonna end up in Orlando. I kid you not, maybe five years ago. And it just like kept coming up. And then I noticed living in Jacksonville, which is where I'm born and raised. I was just getting so antsy and it just like wasn't fitting for me anymore and him getting out of the Navy, we expressed like he couldn't find work in Jacksonville. So he was like, I'm just going to start looking in Orlando, even if that means like I have to commute, you know, whatever. And so he eventually got a job in Orlando and we had to relocate in three weeks because I was like, if you're going. I'm going to like, this is a <laughs> joint deal. We're just going to do it together. Cause we'd been talking about it since we first got together. So, um, I know that some people are going to be like, oh, well, Shannon, like you did it like with your boyfriend and it wasn't like, you know, whatever, like we're a package deal. I feel like everybody knows that at this point. And it's literally been the greatest blessing moving here. And, um, it's definitely had its challenges i will definitely say it's not the same as jacksonville by any means but um i also feel like just moving in general brings a lot of challenges but um yeah it was just a five year long process of just finally taking a bet on ourselves and moving and just hoping that we could create a life that we never had to vacation from which has been so much fun that's incredible. I love that. I love that you guys are a package deal. I feel like that is the epitome of relationship goals is like what you <laughs> love and what you want in your life should also be what your partner wants in life. And so I love that you guys did it together and it wasn't like, well, I want to do this. You can come along or not. It was, we both want to do it. So I think that makes all the difference too, in terms of it being a great thing for your relationship too, just to take that leap together. So I commend you guys on your bravery for just, like you said, taking a bet on yourself you're totally you know deserving of the opportunity to step into what you think a dream life is and say actually this is my reality not just my dream yeah that's been the like the crazy thing just living here and we were on our like morning walk the other day and it still hits us all the time that we're like I cannot believe we did that like or this <laughs> we were talking about it in like a past tense but like it, we just have those moments of what in the world, like we actually live in Orlando. We feel like we've been here for years, but we've only been here for half a year. It's just, it's been wild, but so incredibly great. We are definitely jealous. Um, we would love to be in Orlando <laughs> we, on a regular basis. Y'all are in North Carolina, right? Yes, yes, we are on the coast of North Carolina. It's about an eight and a half hour drive to, um, to Orlando or how long of a flight? Um, from where we are, you can't take a direct flight to Orlando. Right now, our 
teeny tiny airport is getting a direct flight in July, which we're super excited That's so about. Exciting. Um, yes. <laughs> but for right now, we have to connect in Charlotte. So we would make like a 45 minute flight to Charlotte and then a hour and 40 minute flight to Orlando. Yeah. So it's not the easiest way to get there, but hopefully it gets easier with that direct flight. To be in Orlando and be like, I'm just going to go to Disney for today. Dr- the dream. Crazy. <laughs> so. It's crazy. That's so fun. Okay, next question. Why did you decide to become a content creator? This is a fun one because I feel that content creators and people who enjoy content, it just kind of flows from them. I'm sure that you guys have experienced this in terms of the podcasting world that like, if you just love talking about Disney, you're like, why don't I just start a podcast and why don't I just start producing this content and it just kind of like flows naturally and I don't know if that's how it was for you guys was it that way oh definitely our friendship was us talking about Disney and things that we love about Disney and we I think we're having lunch or just hanging out one afternoon we were like we should just start recording this because our time together is literally just talking about Disney. Like, we'll just hang out I for like an hour, that. eat dinner, and talk about Disney. And we're like, why don't we just put a microphone in front of us? Like, we are, we have, like, a whole episode every time we hang out. And it was really your idea, that. though. It was definitely your dream that, yeah. like, you're a dreamer, and you set True. really big goals. I'm more, I'm a, I don't like taking risks as much, but I was like, I trust you. This is going to be really fun. Let's do it. So she helped reel me in and be like, let's go for it. And I was like, all right, I can do this. So my journey with trying out social media, I my I have a full-time job that's totally outside of this and devoting so much time to creating content and being in Orlando all the time, things surrounding Disney is something I love to do, but don't actually have time in my schedule to go make these trips, do all of these videos editing. My husband and I went on one trip in 2019 and we vlogged the whole thing and we were exhausted. <laughs> and so we were like, this is not for us. It's cool. It's fun for us to look back on our trip and our vacation and remember all of those memories, but having to remember to grab a camera and you know record something when we don't make it to the parks on a regular basis, it kind of drained our experience in the parks because it was like, okay, well, we went to Disney and all we did was talk to a camera. We didn't actually enjoy our vacation together or spend quality time together. So for us, we tried that out just because we were curious and he does videography and photography and all that stuff. And so for him, it was a natural avenue to try, um, but just wasn't our forte. And so when the idea of a podcast for me came up, I was like, well, I talk about Disney on a regular basis. I don't have to be in Orlando to do that. I can record things and consume other people's content and discuss it without having to be in a particular location. And so for me, this is what came naturally, like you said, to produce something that is, is in me, I want to talk about Disney all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's something I'm passionate about, but um, being able to do it in a particular capacity like you do on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram is not something that fits me. So I would love to hear about why you chose the outlets that you did. Yeah, that honestly was the coolest answer ever. Just the fact that like you were willing to try says a lot just about like that dreamer in you which i mean in a sense it kind of also is why i started and i have been in the like 
consuming the Disney community, the online community, I would say for probably like six or seven years now, back when it was like new, 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 like the community was so small. And I always go back, like the Lost Bros are celebrating six years on Friday. I remember when they announced their shop, like that wow. is how far back I go into like consuming the community. So for me, I was already like posting stuff. I have been for like seven or eight years, just been posting my random Disney vacations. And um, I always did like Instagram stories and Instagram posts. And then eventually um, as I was posting all of that, I started a YouTube channel. It was a different YouTube channel just because like, I realized with creating all this Instagram content, I wanted more. And for me, as much as I love photography, I love video content so much more. Like it's just what gets me going and it's just so much fun for me. So starting that YouTube channel, it was super fun. That YouTube channel, um, Honey, She Died. I did not like it, my first one. <laughs> I let her go to the grave. Um, and it was just because like, I didn't like the content I was producing. I was producing stuff that other people wanted me to do instead of what I wanted to do. So I let that one die whenever my TikTok started going off. And I started creating TikTok videos like a lot of other people in quarantine. And it was just a way for me to connect to Disney when I couldn't go. And I was sharing just like, you know, random stuff. I had no idea how like TikTok operated or like what I was doing. And then eventually whenever I was like, people like this, this is very weird that like me in my house in Jacksonville, that people actually are interested in who I am and interested in what I do and where I go. And it was just like a very odd thing because I'd been doing it for so long that I was finally like, oh my God, people are like, following me now this is like this is crazy so then that was when second star collective was birthed i guess you could say um i wanted actually this is something i've never talked about on a podcast second star collective was actually supposed to be a small shop that i started oh wow early like february 2019 and the cards just did not fall right i had all the branding everything done late 2018 and i didn't actually put it into place and like start a business with it until august of 2020 which wow. is crazy that like all of this happened and like that set everything up but literally the content creation just kind of happened and it's something that makes me happy and i don't even view it as like content creator or like i don't batch make my content and i don't you know do a lot of things that a lot of content creators do i just kind of let it flow naturally from me um, and it's just a creative expression of who I am is what I like to say the best. I hope that made sense. Absolutely. Yeah, that definitely did. I love that you're like, I'm not like other content creators. I just let it flow. Like, I love that. It's such a fun, unique perspective to content creation. And I love that it's your way of expressing your art. Um, so I think that's really awesome. I think that with social media and the tone that it has these days of everyone that's on social media is trying to get famous and that's their intention or they're trying to go viral and that's mm. their intention that bleeds through into your oh, ability we can all to see it yeah <laughs> as, as much as like you don't think that we can see it it it's exactly what you were just saying like it, it bleeds 
I think that's why we enjoy when we've looked at your content and your page, it feels like, oh my goodness, this is just another chick like us who loves Disney and is sharing it with us. But I do think that there are people out in the content creation world that their intentions are self-promoting versus just sharing what you love. And I think that that's a, a balancing act to play with it social really media. Is. It definitely is. And honestly, like with the batch making content, I know that some people it works so well for them. Like they'll just go to the parks, they'll get a whole bunch of clips and they'll just like roll them out. I know a lot of my friends that do that, that'll just batch and just go, 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 go. And for me, I tried that and I went down a really bad road of burnout to the point that mm -hmm. I like couldn't pick up my phone. Like it was just, it wasn't how I flowed myself. But I know, and I'm thinking about a creator personally called Bethany Vinton. And she is one of my friends that I created on TikTok, and she actually batch makes her content. And that's just how her mind operates to the point that like she has spreadsheets and she's like, she's in it. And I have so much respect for the creators that are like that because I'm like, for me, if I tried that, which I did, I, I couldn't sustain it. I have all the respect for them because I wish I had spreadsheets. I really do. <laughs> I just have a note in my iPhone that's like, I hope I remember to open this when I'm there. <laughs> I think that's an important point to make though with people using social media and wanting to maybe do something like what you're doing, but making sure that they stick to something that's authentic to them and how their mind works and operates. Because for me, I'm a hyper planner. I like to have everything organized and done in advance, but maybe somebody else is like, I need to do it spontaneously and not think about it. And that's when my creativity really comes to life. So I think that that's a really solid point to make in terms of content creation and just doing you know the the quote of stay in your lane it's not necessarily like trying to push people out of the lane but there's a lane that fits you and that you know you're yeah. meant to accelerate in and if you stay in that lane then maybe you know you'll find the right pocket i think that's 100 really percent cool. yes i love how you explain that that was perfect she's so she's so good with words i can't I like <laughs> right? every time we record i'm like how does your brain work so eloquently? <laughs> Mine is like a, I'm like a, I'm like Doug from Up. I'm like squirrel, and you're like oh la, la 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 la. It's we're the perfect balance, though. It's the thank yin you, and yang. It I is. appreciate it. I love She's it. My She's the spontaneity. I'm the plan. I also have a lot of plan in me, but you, you are like, you're up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's see here. What else do we have on the list? Why don't you ask some? Okay. I've been asking a lot. Sure. <laughs> um, I have um, uh, off the cuff question. Ooh. Is there is there a story behind Second Star Collective and why you chose that? I would say yes and no. Um, so yes, in the sense of I love Peter Pan and I feel a lot of times that I have Peter Pan syndrome and I, I'm not afraid to grow up but I am afraid of people telling me to be an adult when like there's sometimes when like adults just do not want to be adults. I don't want to deal with adult problems. Like there are just sometimes where I just didn't want to do it. So I love the idea of Peter Pan just constantly wanting to get in touch with your inner child. And I also have this thing with like healing your inner child and I'm big into mental health that like 
you can't heal your inner child without getting in touch with your inner child, which I think that's also another reason why a lot of people that are Disney adults have like, I would even say Disney adult seasons that they'll fall into this being obsessed with Disney for, you know, two years, but it's just to get in touch with their inner child and then they'll fall back into however they are or who they're supposed to be. But um, I'm just like obsessed with those ideas. And one day I was just sitting in my bedroom and I was like, if I had a Disney brand, what would I name it? And then I was like, I love Second Star. Like it just, it feels good. It feels right. And at that time in the community, I did not see a lot of people with the whole Second Star in their name or in their branding, or I know there were a couple of like Etsy shops with Second Star, but it wasn't like anything super prominent. And so I also was like, okay, I also don't really wanna put myself in a box. What's another word for me not putting myself in a box? Collective, because say I don't wanna do this like social media thing anymore. And I actually wanna, I don't know, like open up an event business where we do Disney themed events. I, I have no idea. I just didn't want to like pigeonhole myself. So then I was like, Second Star Collective is, I kind of like that. I kind of like this. And at the time I was thinking products. So I was like, okay, I could do like maybe shirts, hats, bucket hats, jackets. But then also if I don't want to do that, I can make like interior home decor and like wall art and I don't know it my brain was just all over the place so that's kind of how the name came about it it's not anything pretty or it wasn't like written in the stars I was just like I don't know I love that it's just one of those moments again where you're just sitting on your bed and it just kind of kind of came to you in the whim type of moment so um and it is it's a really great name that can be used across different types of platforms or avenues um you're, you're not boxed in you have the opportunity to really spread that as far as you'd like to so that's a good that was a good question i was you. just curious was. i've actually it. never been asked that oh well people are just like oh yeah it's you and i'm like okay i don't think i've ever explained that to anybody i feel like in in creating a handle for social media it like you said like it's a continuation or uh expression of something about you and so i feel like there's intention behind why people choose what they choose or a story so i think it's interesting to hear what led you to that and i think what i'm gathering which is really neat and i love about the space that you're in is that you are you love what you do, but you're not confined to staying in a single space. You might want to explore here or explore there, or this thing that you're sitting in right now might have a time that it begins and ends. And I think that that's really great for mental health, like you said, to be in, to not feel like I've got to do this. I have to be this person. I have to fit into this one thing or it's all going to fall apart. So I think that that's a great way to give yourself a brand and a name but not have it be one particular thing it's just you and however you feel like creating and expressing yourself in that in that time whether it's social media or shops or future businesses yeah yeah that was what my hope was to eventually branch off and do other things i love the idea of disney themed events you should keep that yeah, in your back pocket that's awesome. You know, I would love if like Disney would allow people, like say there was an event company that could come in to bachelorette hotel rooms before they even check in that the event company was able to go to their room first 
and be able to like decorate everything. That would be legit. Honestly, that would be something I would pay for is somebody else to come decorate my hotel room. Yeah, I'm sure you could do that in an Airbnb space, but I don't know about like Disney hotels letting you in to There's the so space. There's so many liabilities and like yeah. strict, yeah. you know, it, they're even like that with photographers and videographers now. But they're mm. like, oh, we have photo pass. Like right. you can't do like whole photo shoots and everything anymore. What is like the most rewarding part of what you get to do as a content creator? Oh my gosh. I feel like stuff like this, like meeting new people <laughs> and just being able to talk to them. Like just what we're doing now is really rewarding. Like just being able to talk to new people. And um, whenever people come up to me in the parks and they just like say hi, literally in that moment, I'm like, oh my God, there is like a person behind all I can see is numbers. And I'm like, they're real mm. people. Like this is i'm just one of the numbers to you know all of these other people that i love and i adore but that's definitely the most rewarding thing ever and just even getting all the dms that i do of just people being like so thankful and appreciative it it's definitely really grounding because any day like all of this can be taken away there's there's so much out there that um, could potentially happen to these social media platforms or even like, let's be real, once it, it's a horrible, horrible TikTok culture. But the moment that somebody gets big enough on TikTok, they're like, oh, you're too big. It's time to cancel you or it's time to find something to cancel you. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately with being on TikTok, it's like that could be something that happens. Um, and I just think to myself, like, if all of this were to go away, I'm still so thankful for the people that I've met and just the messages I've received and everybody's just like, they're so nice. <laughs> and I love that like my, my audience and just like my people, I always call them my people. Um, because I just, I feel like we're a group of friends and I feel like we all just like hang out all the time, but like the people that, um, have just like grown and, I don't know, just like grown an interest in my content. Like all of them are just really nice and they're all really genuine. And we just talk about the most random things. Like right now we're talking about like books because I just got a Kindle. So like, I just love that we have like multifaceted relationships and it's just, it makes me happy. And it makes me excited that like these people are turning into friends. And I feel like I have a whole group of friends. It makes me happy. <laughs> internet friends are a real thing. I mean, it's also so fun when you have an internet friend and you get to meet them in person. Like, we would love the oh opportunity to, like, see you in the parks and be like, yes. what's up, girl? And hang out. And, like, it's just fun that, like, the internet can provide those opportunities. And yes. social media and Disney communities really allow for that. We have met so many people through starting this podcast and been connected in different areas. And it's just really fun to broaden our horizons and learn from other people and grow and just like build friends. Like you said, it, it makes yeah. us happy too. It's so fun. Yeah, that's something that I hope that 
I'm sure you feel similarly, but I hope we never lose sight of is the point of this is to build a community and to, I, I think that's one of the incredible things about social media is there are people out there. You, I sit in my room personally and I'm like, gosh, I'm so obsessed with Disney. I don't know if anyone feels this way, but right? I just love Disney so much. Yes. And since the boom of social media, I'm like, oh my gosh, there are people out there like me that are Disney <laughs> yes. adults that love this yes. and being able to connect and, and have real conversation and relationship and it be more than just the content that I'm putting out. It's sharing something that I'm passionate about at the same time, building relationship and meeting people. And like you said, if all of it went away, what would I walk away with? And it's the relationships. Always. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what it all boils down to. What social media actually is. It's just us longing for connection with people. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, Okay, next question. Have you ever been approached by Disney for a collaboration or project? Ooh, y'all want the tea. We want the the, tea. You want the tea. (laughs) Um, So I don't know if this is exactly like approached by Disney. I don't know. The only thing that I can like even remotely come close to with being approached by Disney is I didn't have any capacity to be able to do this partnership with, um, it was, I think it was like Disney hits on Sirius XM or something like that. And so they approached me because they wanted to do this like thing of, um, featuring like four or five songs that like you chose that were like your favorite Disney songs and you know, what have you. And I just, I did not have it in my capacity to sit down and record something at that time, unfortunately. But that was the coolest thing that I was ever like approached for with like something as close to the Walt Disney company as that, which was insane. But other than that, like, I don't think I've ever been like reached out to by Disney for any sort of like partnerships or like media things or I don't know I mean who knows maybe that's in the horizon for you maybe and you know like no matter what it's fun what I'm doing now without having any of that I actually feel like sometimes partnerships put more stress on a creator Mm. than they do like benefit because I know a lot of people are like I want brand deals I want brand deals I want partnerships I want to be on the Disney media list and I'm like if you A lot of people saw the deliverables sometimes that these brands, as well as these events are asking for. I don't know if it would be fun anymore. After like the first three times, you're literally like, I'm going to these events, like I'm stressed out. Yeah. (laughs) There's just, sometimes there's a lot of expectation that um, I know any creator that wants to be in the Disney community, just know that the creators that you see, they're going to these events and that are doing these things doing these things with Disney, there are sometimes like deliverables and things that you have to hit in terms of um, what you have to post online, hashtags that you have to use, things that you have to tag. um, And they'll express either if there is like a specific story amount that you need to do, they'll let you know ahead of time. But sometimes like after a while, it's fun at first, but then after a while, sometimes if you're just not in the right headspace, it could actually be unfortunately like a chore um which i hope that nobody ever gets to that point but i mean you learn it yourself with 
what you have capacity for and what you don't and what's still fun and what's not fun anymore but yeah that was a very long-winded y'all just asked me one question and i just like no no we love your input and like it's so true like that could become a chore and something that's stressful and it when you these you see these creators that maybe are putting out these deliverables maybe maybe the content isn't as authentic because they are put up against stress and have to require are required to do certain things and um so yeah i just never really i thought never really thought about it from that perspective as well that it could become something that's not as enjoyable right i i think um just speaking on your content specifically and what you're talking about of like again going back to being put in a box of okay well i'm working with you but i have to do a b c and d and check the boxes um you recently did the guardians of the galaxy preview and i I saw your stories i was watching your stories about you're just kind of saying okay if you get motion sickness if you are worried about this ride here's what you need to know and i feel like so often when i'm watching particular people's youtube channels or instagram whatever it might be it's just oh my gosh this is the best ride ever it's the best ride in disney and like your response was am i gonna be sick this is what i did i took (laughs) medication and i just loved that because that's what my brain was at like yeah literally i was like i don't care if this ride is great am i gonna throw up right that is the real question (laughs) i don't care if it's fun i'll do anything in disney literally i'll do anything i will have the grandest old time the only thing i will not do is uh mission space yeah i'm with you girl i'm right there with you scary that's so scary I did it one time. That was enough. I'll never I did, do it again. No, I did it one time, and I was the person that they had to stop the ride because I did throw up. So, oh my god, <laughs> I oh was young. I was young, but they literally like we have to try to stop this ride because there's someone that is sick on it, and it was me. So everybody oh my that god. was on Mission Space circa maybe 2008. Sorry. <laughs> oh my word, that's like literally like biggest fear, but also like just whenever you're going to that stuff, sometimes. It, content creators whenever they go to things i'm sure i don't know if you guys have been to anything like this like the first day of anything the buzz in the air is electric oh my god literally sure. first day of festivals the first day of festival the arts the buzz was literally it was electric it was insane at the guardians preview electric literally i can see why a lot of creators and a lot of people are just like it's the greatest thing ever it's wow yeah this is amazing this is amazing this is amazing and then you go back three weeks later and you're like i actually rate this a three out of five like it's pretty okay and i really <laughs> do think the buzz in the air is just it adds a different level of excitement that as a content creator it's so hard for a lot of people to get back down to like is this actually good or am i excited Mm -hmm. is this actually like is this really fun or am i just like buzzed about something being new Mm -hmm. and for some people i literally i'm like go off sister you say that this is amazing you do this because a lot of people ride the wave of excitement and i think that it's great for seo purposes it's great for content it's great for traffic like it's great for marketing so i think that a lot of the people that ride the wave of excitement are actually very smart marketers and even ride the wave of hatred towards things like we saw it with the galactic star cruiser i wonder how many followers people got with their just like disdain towards the star cruiser and it's literally because they're riding this opposite wave 
for SEO and traffic and just being honestly like really smart marketers. Unfortunately, that's just like how it ended up with people hating on a lot of people. But like sometimes riding the wave of excitement, I'm like, go off besties. But in my mind, <laughs> I literally like, I'm such, I'm, I'm a big dreamer, but I'm also like such a realist that sometimes it is my Achilles heel that I don't let myself enjoy things because I'm such like a, but what will other people think? What will other people like, you know, dissect where, where other people's minds going to be at whenever I'm going into this, that it could be an Achilles heel to some. And that's just how my brain works. Have you run into that with your your life in social media, putting so much out there that you end up stopping yourself and saying, okay, is this for me or am I worried about everyone having uh, an opinion or a response to what I'm putting out? Because I feel like from what I can see on social media, you're very authentically yourself, but I'm sure you know behind the scenes, there are those moments that are difficult to work through. It can be very, very hard at times. And I remember a time specifically that um, there was one weekend in particular that I I felt like I was being so true to myself and I had finally found like a flow and I found a rhythm and I was just like excited about what I was producing and just like, I, I don't know, I, I just like found myself in a flow and I was in a really like great point in life. And then one weekend, y'all, people just hated on me and made mm. so much content that was directed very hatefully towards me without ever mentioning my name. Mm. And this is something that actually happens really often in the community. And that weekend, I will never forget, I had some great friends actually text me to tell me to stay off of social media platforms, that there was a TikTok made and somebody was like, just stay off TikTok today just stay off of it and it is what it is and um all of those creators have since been blocked um i will very happily say that my social media is my home and anybody that spews hate i block um actually living by disney serena posted that today she literally posted a tutorial on how to block people on instagram it was literally <laughs> she is so funny but i remember that weekend in particular, I felt so silenced because I was so afraid of the hate and the backlash. And I was afraid that all of a sudden people would start questioning me and questioning my intentions because I had been feeling so real and so raw and just, um, I don't know, like I was just in a really good flow at that point. And what I came down to with those moments of people like speculating and doing all that that weekend even though i was receiving all that hate it led me to a point where i literally said to myself i want people to question me i want people to question my intentions i want people to question who i am what i'm producing is it real is it not and at the end of the day character always wins integrity always wins so at that point, if any of those moments ever happen again, I literally say to myself, character and integrity always win. So if I lose, then obviously something is wrong with me internally and I need to reflect on that and I need to fix it. Um, but that moment was such a life-changing um, weekend for me that I 
now am open to people questioning me and giving me a little bit of pushback and wanting to know the truth and the truth about who I am and just what I do. Um, and honestly, that comes with reps too. There are probably so many people listening to this that are literally like, but Shannon, somebody commented something mean on my TikTok. I promise you the first year I was on TikTok and I got a hate comment, I would sit in my room and I would cry. It would just be horrendous to me. But then after a while, unfortunately, your skin gets a little thicker that now I'm at the point where I have certain things that like, if you say it to me, it'll like nick at my heart a little bit. And um, I mean, obviously all of us have those like internal things that we're just like, don't you talk about this? Do not put that person's name in your mouth. Absolutely not. Cause we get like really defensive um, and really protective of things within ourselves as well as others and just all that. But um, if anybody's receiving hate online, my biggest piece of advice is honestly do not fight back block period mm. unless you are in the wrong i will very politely say that there are some people that receive hate and receive um i wouldn't even say hate like there sh there are some times where some people might receive some constructive criticism as well as um just things that need to be corrected within themselves or just what they're doing and you know like if if you commit a felony or if you are just like mean to people in public like some people are going to hold you accountable in your comment section like after a while it's like uh okay i should probably you know discern within yourself if you need to issue an apology or whatever but for anybody that is re just like receiving random hate and stuff that doesn't align with them and isn't like them their true selves like don't feel like you have to comment back on every little thing. Just block the people and honestly move on. Cause some comments, if you think about it, if you comment on a video on TikTok in the morning, you completely forget what you said on that TikTok by 3 p.m. Mm. It's exactly the same as people that comment negative things to you. Um, so yeah, it. after a while it becomes easier, but just ignore and block. And that's a really great message for just mental health. Like anyone on social media, whether or not you're a content creator or you're just on Instagram for fun, it, hate comments can come your way at any point and it can be very debilitating to your mental health. And so I love what you had to say about that. It was very like realigning of like, what is this comment doing to you? And do you need to block this person? And like telling yourself that like that is a healthy step in the right direction. If that's what yeah. you need to do, that's okay. Um, I love that you speak so much on mental health. Like I'm a big advocate for that. I'm in therapy, love my therapist. I'm like, well, let's same. go mental health. Let's get right. this rocking and rolling. Shout Literally out to my there, therapist. <laughs> shout out to my therapist was there earlier today. Like it's so important for us to keep our mental health at, as the top priority because that is where a lot of things flow from. If we are not right in our minds, then that is going to bleed into every part of our life. It's going to affect our relationships and it's going to, it's going to affect us in so many different ways. And so I just love that you're a huge advocate for that and that you like, you're open and you're vulnerable to speak about that, not only here on the podcast, but within your platforms and 
Um, it's just very evident of like the confidence that I can see you have in yourself and like how important you, the importance that you place over your mental health. So I really am just grateful that you're sharing all this with people because people need to hear this. Like people don't talk about mental health as much as we should. And it's becoming more common to talk about it, which I love, but it's just really awesome when we get to speak with people that are on board with that and, um, and, and understand that it's important. So that was my little mental health rant there, but I am with you on that girl. In response to all of the things that you just said, I just read something this morning and I took a screenshot of it um, because it was so good. But in response to that, this little blurb, it said, even if my kindnesses are shed from scarred hearts as rain from a sloped tin roof, my joy will not be dimmed. So I just think that. that you continuing to do what you do and having those moments where yeah your kindnesses and the things and your intentionality behind what you do might not be received by somebody and it just kind of rolls off because something is you know off in their own heart it has nothing to do with you know the truth behind what you're trying to put out and i just hope that as you continue to create content that hurtful things that people will unfortunately continue to say through social media platforms won't dim your joy and dim your light because what you're doing is like we said before relevant and and we love what you put out so I just hope that you continue to find joy in the space that you're in and and do what you do with a lot of happiness thanks guys this is making my heart so warm literally I'm like gushing (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, this is this is just so exciting for us, too. This is like these are conversations that are so important to have. And this is a community that we're building right here. And this is a friendship that we're building. And if it weren't for us connecting on social media, we wouldn't be here right now. And so um, this is just an amazing opportunity. And as a lot of negative things do come out of social media, it would be remiss if we didn't talk about the great things that end up coming out of it. And it's this, it's this type of relationship. And so um, if there's anybody out there that is struggling with their relationship with social media, um, I recommend if you need to take a step away from social media and cleanse yourself a little bit and, and coming back and recentering yourself, like do that. I'm personally doing a little bit of a social media cleanse right now. It's helping me a lot just like figure out where my mind's at. I struggle a lot with comparison and social media and but I also have found such a great community and so I'm trying to find that balance for myself as well and what that looks like. So it, it can be an encouraging place and you just got to find that balance of what works for you and, and when you know there's a time where you need to turn it off and step away and refocus what you need to focus on. So um, I just I love that. Block out them haters. Block out them haters with the hater shades. <laughs> Here's my hater shades. Everybody, nobody can see this, but I'm making fake shades. So, <laughs> um, okay, this is so fun. Um, I have we have a couple more questions, but I wanted to ask you, if if social media vanished tomorrow, like what would your what would your next adventure be? You know, I probably would um, get a beautiful plot of land in who knows i think of like i don't know in like lakeland or like claremont or davenport like somewhere just like out here that's like you know small town lots of fields and i would just like build a huge property and just live a quaint and just quiet life there but then i would still probably just do what i'm doing and just you know, still go to Disney all the time and <laughs> take pictures and take videos and send them to my family and send them to my friends and stuff. And 
Yeah, I literally ask myself that question all the time. And I started asking other people that question of if social media were to go away tomorrow, or if you were to be canceled tomorrow, what would your life look like? And if it doesn't look the same, then mm. something in your heart or something within your life might need to be realigned. Obviously the people that like, this is their full-time jobs and this is their like massive source of income. Like I completely understand if the answers are different, but like if my life will crumble with my, or if I feel like my identity will crumble, if social media crumbles, then like I need to do some internal work. Um, but yeah, I literally, I would just live a quaint, quiet life, <laughs> dogs, a farm, um, close enough that I could see the fireworks on the horizon, you know, yes. just living life. Man, what a fabulous answer. That's so good about like checking yourself. If, if you were to be a mess, if social media were to be gone, like that's a great, like way it's to hard. figure out where your intentions are. Because some days I feel like all of us ebb and flow with our relationship yeah. with social media that some days I'm like, yeah, like today's a day where I'm like, whatever, if it were to go away, whatever, cool. Honestly, a blessing. Like, just, <laughs> like let it go. But then other days I literally would like, it, it would be crippling to even think about that. So, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like we all ebb and flow with it, but it's definitely something to ask all of ourselves. What would we do? Yeah. That was a great question. Awesome. <laughs> um, okay. One last question before we do some fun ones. What platforms can our listeners find you on? Like what, like, is it Second Star Collective on everything? Like let our listeners know where they can find you. You can find me at Second Star Collective on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Oh, super Making simple. It Making it easy. Always. Yes, we love to hear that. That's awesome. We will definitely be subscribing on YouTube. And we've got you on Instagram. And we got on you on TikTok. TikTok so YouTube, YouTube is where I post my like day in the life stuff. So if you want to see my life Ooh. outside of Disney, YouTube is the place. Yeah, we we are all about that as well. Like we love Disney, but we we love type you're a big YouTuber. I'm a so big you you YouTube love person. YouTube. So I watch YouTube more than I watch anything like regular TV shows, Netflix. I don't really, like, I, all of these new, like, Netflix originals, Hulu originals, Amazon originals, I'm like, mm, I'm subscribed to these YouTube channels, but right? that's too. what I, and I know the exact schedules that they come out. I'm like, on yep. Mondays, I have these people to watch, on Tuesdays, I have these people to watch. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love it. Well, you'll have to add, we're not on YouTube yet, but you'll have to add the castle chat to your Sunday podcast listening because we come oh, out with episodes on Sundays. So, um, and we'll have to add you to our calendar as well and catch up on all your videos. So it's I don't so have exciting. a schedule yet. So, <laughs> well, just we'll, just, we'll just turn on post notifications or whatever it's called. Oh, the little bell, uh -huh. those little bells on yeah. YouTube, right? And then we can ring just, every bell. time you post, ring that bell and we'll be like, I oh look my gosh. for it. Shannon's got a new video. Let's go watch. So I live for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. Okay, let's do some off the cuff. Yeah, we love these. Oh, so these are so fun. rapid fire. These are rapid okay. fire. What first thing comes to your mind? All right. Okay. Favorite park? Animal Kingdom. Oh <gasps> my girl! I don't know Nobody what it is about it right now. I'm a huge Animal Kingdom fan. I My least favorite park is Hollywood Studios, and I feel like everybody loves that park, but. My least favorite park right now is Epcot. 
I'm just uh, not vibing with Epcot right now. Anytime people yeah. are like, let's go to Epcot, I'm like, meh. She's I just, <laughs> she's, I mean, she's a little, she needs some work. You know, she's under construction. She's, she's working on building herself up. I just love the food and the drinks there. Yeah, so you're a big festival gal. Yeah. I don't know. My favorite, I'm just a classic Magic Kingdom girl. Like I, yes. I love just the moment of standing in front of the castle and I'm a big Thunder Mountain gal too. So, I mean, I can't. Mm. I Thunder Mountain during Kingdom the day or at night? Day. Oh, at night in the rain. Ooh, yes. Yes. It lit. Specific. Yes. Ma- yes. It is slept on. <laughs> yes. When you get through that the- tunnel and it slaps you in the face, oh, all the rain. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. Yes. Just Big Thunder in the dark. If you yes. haven't tried it, you have to try it. Yep. I like it when the fireworks are going off too. Mm. Yes. Just that's fun. Somebody's YouTube video, they went on it with the fireworks. I think it was Nate. I think he did. Paging Mr. Morrow. Mm-hmm, Anybody mm-hmm. knows him. I think he just did it recently. And I was like, wow, I need to try that. It looks yeah. so much fun. That and Mind Train. Mind Train's perfect yeah. for that, too. Oh, I mean. man. I'm missing out, y'all. Yeah. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> okay, so follow up. What's your favorite attraction in Walt Disney World? Uh, people are going to hate me for this, but I freaking love Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That it's, it's good. That is my favorite. And it's because Mickey is my favorite character. Like, period. Mickey's my fave, and then a swift number two is Daisy Duck. So obviously, that is where I can like be reunited with the two of them. So I definitely think it's that ride. It's a really, it's a really sweet ride. I think it's it's so fun for all ages. It's got a, a lot of really amazing technology in it, and it's yes. it's a pretty long ride too. I like that it's not over in two seconds. Like you really get to be a part of it and enjoy it. And there's so many different twists and turns. It's it's so fun. I really struggle with visual rides, like Flight of Passage never clicked for me because the glasses for however they sit on my face is always blurry. So like the experience for me is not, people come off and they're crying and it's amazing and they feel like they're flying and I'm like, yeah, but it was blurry. Um, You're like, I need a Pearl Vision. Yeah. yeah. So Mickey and Minnie's to me, I love rides like that where you don't have to wear the glasses but you still kind of get those visual effects yeah so i totally understand the hype behind that one for you i really really enjoy that ride no mine's big thunder what's yours oh gosh um soren yeah good one that soundtrack I know. Right, yeah. It always gives me the goosies. So. The goosies? I, I love. The goosies? Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. I love that. I'm going to start using that. The goosies. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So we, you said Mickey and Daisy Duck are your top characters. Do you, is like meeting them in the park also your favorite? If you can meet Mickey and Daisy, that's your top character meet and greet. So I've never been big on like character meet and greets and it's just because I'm so awkward with them. I'm like, what do I say to them? <laughs> I totally relate, girl. They're I like, totally wow, relate. your outfit. <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than, you know, that. Yep. So I'm not really like a big character meet and greet kind of girly. Mm. I never have been either. Yeah. I, I haven't really been either. There have been a few characters I've definitely enjoyed meeting. I loved meeting Anna and Elsa. I really enjoyed me- meeting Tinkerbell. But it is weird. You're like, I'm an adult approaching an adult that's supposed to like be right? like this character. And it's like, I don't know how to be like, I love you and hug you. But like, I know you're another adult. Like, it's just a very right, strange literally. concept for me. Yeah. We're all yeah. on the same page. Great. So moving love. on from that question, last off the cuff question here. If you could eat one Disney snack for the rest of your life, 
What would it be? Oh no. You know, okay. It's an animal kingdom and it is the mac and cheese pulled pork. Oh, <gasps> eight spoon pork mac and cheese. Yes. Eight spoon cafe. Nice. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. The mac and cheese is delectable. And then the pulled pork on top, and then they put more barbecue sauce on top, and then two crispy little pickles. Wow. Crispy little pickles. Animal Kingdom has slept on for the best food. The best food. Even the corn in Africa. Oh, I, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my mouth is watering. <laughs> yeah. If you don't snack in Animal Kingdom, you are missing out. Like, there is more to eat there that is palpable for people that aim for the chicken nuggets and pizza. The corn outside of Kilimanjaro Safaris, I don't know the technical name for it. Mr. Kamal's Fries, Ooh. Eight Spoon Cafe, yes. Mac and Cheese. Um, what was it? Oh, there's the, even some like, dumplings. Yeah, the dumplings mm. at the same place. Yeah. And then there's these like cinnamon candied nuts like right up the way from yes. where you get Mr. Kamal. Oh, yes. All of them. Like I get the them every time. soft serve ice cream is over by Everest. I don't know what it is about that soft serve ice cream in particular. Oh my God. I have to get it every single time. Even <laughs> though I shouldn't eat dairy. I'm literally like YOLO. But you know, the girls uh, get I get the, the Dole Whip swirl ones where it's like half soft serve, half Dole Whip. The Dole Whip is vegan. Ooh. So it's like diluted dairy. Yeah, you're like <laughs> halfsies there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna go halfsies there. Do you have a favorite Disney snack that you would eat the rest of your life? Um, I mean, I get Mr. Kamal's fries every time I go. Mm. They're so good. I, I always, I like to get the loaded tots from Friar's Nook in Magic Kingdom. Ooh, those are good. I forgot about the those. Ba- the bacon mac and cheese tots. Yes. Yeah, those you are- sour um, cream on mm. it too. Oh, yes, mm. girl. Do, do a dollop of daisy right on top. Chef's always. Kiss. <laughs> well, that's all the fun questions off the cuff that we had for you. This has been such a pleasure having you on the Castle Chat and just getting to chat with you and learn more about you and your heart for what you do and how you express your creativity. You are so inspiring. I mean, this was amazing for us to hear as we are trying to grow a podcast and we're trying to build ourselves in social media. It's such a, such a great reminder of like where our heads should be at in this process and continuing to channel our authenticity for people and um, keeping that at the forefront. So I just want to say on behalf of me and Caitlin, thank you so much for for being here and for speaking your heart over all of this. You guys are so sweet. Like, thank y'all for having me. This really did mean a lot. And literally, you guys just keep recording podcasts. If this is what makes you happy, go for it. Literally, just spread your wings and fly. Feel like you can talk about anything that you want to. And it'll all fall into place. We are very blessed to um, to be in this community and to get to do this week in, week out. And it's situations like this that make us even more grateful to continue to grow this Disney community. So I said a lot. Do you want to say anything? I'm just, I have one of these moments all the time of like, am I really doing this? Is Did I actually sit here and do all of the steps to create a podcast and now I'm talking right? to somebody via Zoom that I've never met in person before but feel like we're friends now. It's just, I have these like full circle moments and I just like kind of, it's like out of body experience where you're like yeah. observing and taking in everything happening around you but like realizing you're in your head for a minute. You're like, oh, wait a minute, we're still recording. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, it, it doesn't feel like we're, 
recording right now. It just feels like we're hanging out and that's that's the part that I love about this. But um, listeners, thank you so much for um, tuning in and being a part of this episode with us. Um, we're going to turn it over to Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations for this week's trip tip. this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat, and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. If you're looking to do Disney on a budget, one thing to think about is if you can be flexible with your times that you're going to be visiting. Look through maybe four different options and see if moving your trip to a different time of the year or a different day of the month might make a difference for your cost. Of course, if you work with a travel agent, we will handle all of this for you, so be sure to reach out if you are interested. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney chips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram. Click that link in their bio and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning. And I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. Creator Spotlight. Shannon Sierra, I'm too nervous to do my jingle. Oh, no, you gotta do your jingle. Do your jingle. I don't know. Did you have you come up with one yet? No. Oh. Not for Creator Spotlight. I don't know. We have to come up with one. Usually when we do these little intros, Caitlin ends up singing some random tune to go along with it. Then her small shop shout out one. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, But Shannon, you are obviously our Creator Spotlight for this week, Second Star Collective. Um, We are so pumped that you are here with us, but we also wanted to throw it back to you and see who would you pick as your creator spotlight for the Castle Chat for this week? I have a small shop that I feel is absolutely slaying it recently, and they are called Orange State. Oh, and love, 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 love. Love Orange State. Literally love Orange State. If you are into street style at all or if you are the type of person that um really enjoys just like modern disney marvel harry potter anything just look up orton state on instagram or tiktok they are just producing some of the greatest clothing pieces i've seen in a long time and just the design of it has been so unique, so forward focused. They are just so trendy and I'm just absolutely obsessed with them. I want to be best friends with them also, very much so. <laughs> cool, so, well, when you're best friends with them, you can connect to us and we'll all be best friends. And we honestly, have really yes. amazing apparel. My vibe is a trendy oversized shirt. Like that is yes. all I live for. Give me yep. the trendy oversized shirt and I'm set. Love it. So definitely give them a follow on Instagram at Orange State. Okay, guys, next week we have our awesome new episode that we have been doing for the past couple of seasons. It's called Disney Legends. This is the episode where we pick a Disney legend and we go through the history of who they are, what they've done for the Walt Disney Company, and what they'll be doing in the future. It's a really exciting opportunity to really highlight um, the different Disney legends that are out there. So, Caitlin, who is going to be our Disney legend for next week? Next week, I'm super excited to break down the career of Bob Gurr. His his main job title, he's an amusement ride designer. Mm-hmm. So 
a lot of your favorite rides are probably something that he designed so we can't wait to tell you what those might be but until then you can find us on instagram doing lots of fun things in disney yeah Uh, we've got some fun trips um you can find us at the castle chat they can also send us an email, um, thecastlechat@gmail.com. Send us some love. You can also drop us a review in Apple or Spotify. We love to hear from you guys what you love about the podcast, what we can be improving on. We are here to learn and grow and be a part of this community with you. So drop us a DM, start a conversation. We love getting to connect with each and every one of you. But until then, we'll leave you what we always leave you with, which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye.